don't want to be strong like men who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Welcome to another episode of Bitch vs. Bear with your hosts, me, Amber, and my bestie, Sydney. We are co-owners of Shield Maiden Training Co. And this is a show where we bitch, laugh, and chat about all things fitness and wellness related to women and the LGBTQIA plus community. All right, here we go. What are we talking about this week, Amber? <laughs> this week. Uh, so this week's topic is a bit abstract, which I kind of love. Uh, but it's incredibly important when structuring your fitness and wellness routine. Uh, this week, we're talking about how to determine what you should be doing and who defines the should. Ah, the should. Yeah. Uh, this is another listener submitted topic. It is. Very excited. I'm very excited. I, I know. I. We were like picking topics and we were thinking about things and I was like, this is so abstract, but it's also such a like fascinating one because we all do it. Yeah. And it's it's really it's really interesting and it was really interesting to research. Mm -hmm. So we're going to give you what the definition, what the, the Webster's dictionary <laughs> definition of the word should is. So should is used to indicate obligation, duty, or correctness. Typically when criticizing someone's actions, they oh. believe we should be doing something is rooted in other people's expectations, not our own. And when we think should be doing something it's because our friends family or society has convinced us it's the right thing to do hmm. okay yeah so with that understanding it's important to recognize that we often think we should what we think we should do is often something that we do not want to do hmm. <laughs> imagine that <laughs> this is a fun topic it is a fun topic because we all do this yeah and most of us do it multiple times a day, and we don't even recognize when we're doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when we reference that we should be doing something, more often than not, it's coming from a place of guilt. Uh -huh. Go back to <laughs> the guilt again that we talked about last yeah. week. So the word should creates pressure, insecurity, and feels judgmental. It does. I don't like that. When we say we should do something, we should be doing something. It belittles our existing choices. It indicates that what we are currently doing isn't enough. Yeah. I don't like that at all. I know, right? <laughs> okay. So here are probably some of the most common examples that you uh, listeners use yeah. in your everyday life. And it's definitely the ones we hear yeah. most frequently. I should be working out more. Mm. I should be sleeping more or better. You don't say that. I know. I should be eating healthier. I say that. Yeah. I should stop drinking alcohol. So the unspoken ending to all of those sentences are, but I don't. Or, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're reinforcing the negative and the fact that we're not doing whatever it is mm -hmm. that we think we should be doing. Right? Yeah. So whatever the specific shoulds on your list are, they always end up, they always add up to the same should. You should be doing better. Yeah. Like that's really what that is, is like you feel like you're not doing enough and that you are somehow failing in the choices that you're making. Yeah. And that is so judgy. It is. 
This is not being kind and compassionate to yourself. No. Like, maybe what I'm doing is enough. Yeah. Okay. So how can we overcome the habit of shitting ourselves? (laughs) (laughs) When I wrote that, I didn't recognize how funny that would sound. I did, and I loved it. (laughs) That's amazing. One for me. I feel like I heard this. I feel like another podcast that I was listening to was talking about this a little bit or touched on it in one of their episodes. And it was great. Anyways. Okay. So how do we overcome shitting ourselves? First, recognize that it gets in the way of our goals. It's it's a form of self-criticism and that suggests we don't accept who or where or what we are. Oh, that's it. Right? I don't love it. It creates stress and anxiety, which is not what we want. This is not what we want. And when I was thinking about my own personal, sorry, my headphones are sliding. Um, when I was thinking about my own, like when I do this, mm-hmm. it, it definitely increases my stress and anxiety. When I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm like sitting and reading and then I go, oh, well, I should be going for a run. Like it just elevates my heart rate because I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, I'm not doing this other thing that I guess I have time for, but I don't really know what I'm doing. Right. It's judging. Yeah. You're judging yourself poorly. Yeah. Yeah. When, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a goal if it's based on something you genuinely want for yourself. It's great to have a focus to work towards and a metric to measure, measure your progress against. However, when we should ourselves, we undermine ourselves from the start. Yeah, because you're not setting yourself up for success in that situation. No, you're already telling yourself that whatever you're doing isn't good enough. Exactly. It's like, I should eat healthier, but this burger looks good. So I'm going to eat it anyway. And then like... And then you feel bad. You feel like you're failing before you even begin. And like... And then you're like, well, if I already feel that way, I might as well not even start. It's a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. So good. Okay. So... Yeah. When you're doing this, you're not focusing on the benefits. It's more like the expectations of others, right? Like you're not Mm. doing it for yourself. You're doing it because other people have told you at some point or in some regard that you should be doing something else. Yeah. So it's important to identify like why you want to do a particular thing or like why you're shooting yourself in that moment. So like when you say something like I should go on a run, mm-hmm. try and identify like what are you actually trying to get out of that? Is it because you want to improve your cardiovascular health because you want to lose weight? Like what's the underlying goal there? And why do you feel like you should go on that run? Right. Is it for yourself or is it because society has told you that you have to go on a run to be skinny? Right. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Or another example is like I should stop drinking versus... Something like I sleep better and feel better when I don't consume alcohol. So like, Mm. you know, everything, a lot of things we talk about is like underlying, like what's the underlying thing. And for this, I think it is really when you, when you find yourself saying I should be doing this, it's like, okay, let's go back to the start. You know, it's like, I don't actually like to run. So why am I doing it? Because all, all growing up in high school, that was the only form of exercise that was allowed Right? For women, like, yeah, you know, like, where is it actually stemming from? Yeah, I thought this was a really interesting topic. And I think it, as with a lot of things that we talk about here, 
uh, connected with conversations that we just had in our outside lives. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we, what was it, last weekend? I don't know, last time I was over at y'all's house, we were talking about like, oh, Shelby and I were talking about wine. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, Obviously. (laughs) And, you know, it, I don't know, I feel like there's this connotation where like, oh, you should be drinking less alcohol and this and that. And I'm like, why? Like I, I have made the decision to no longer feel guilty about my wine consumption because I enjoy it. Yeah. I'm not at a stage where it's a problem. I don't drink it in appropriate times. I don't overindulge every night. Like I'm not drinking at work. Ember <laughs> Ember inappropriate times, like on the toilet. That's the only thing in my mind that I was like, I'm sure there are other inappropriate times to be drinking, but I was like, yeah, I probably wouldn't drink and shit either. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more of like, you know, I'm not cracking open a bottle of wine at 8 a.m. or in the middle of my work day. But yeah, that too. Okay. <laughs> Just that we were like, ah, it's an inappropriate time. So I was like, what's an inappropriate time? Sorry. Yeah. That, it's it's a strange place in my mind. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I agree. I agree. And I think, oh, I remember this conversation. Right? Like yeah. what stemmed it. It was, um, I saw, I think I was missing. As I do, I saw something on the internet. <laughs> As we all do. <laughs> Shelby shares a Reddit fact. Um, <laughs> that was like a um, an Instagram influencer or somebody funny who was like pretending to go and order a pumpkin spice latte. Hmm. And the barista was like, mm, how original, you know, one of those things. And she was like, you want to take this one simple joy away from me that like, I... I enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a seasonal favorite. And there's so many things in the world that like deserve my time and attention and that those kinds of things. Don't take this away from me. It's not a problem. Right? Like, what do you want me to order? Like gasoline? Like to be original? <laughs> like why why are we shooting ourselves to death? Right. And out of things that we enjoy. Yeah. If you if you enjoy if you're one of those people who, who is a 35 year old man and you enjoy playing Dungeons and Dragons, like do, do your it. thing. Like you're not hurting anybody by doing that. I mean, as long as you're not hurting anybody by doing that. Yes. I mean, there are certain you know work obligations and life obligations that we still need to meet. But I think as long as we're meeting our needs and doing what we need to do, like enjoy enjoy, enjoy your life your, enjoy your life enjoy your glass of wine socially or not while you're yeah. reading who cares if you enjoy a pumpkin spice latte go get your pumpkin spice latte don't let society tell you like mm, you're a basic white bitch you know what i want to be a basic white bitch yeah. i get very few prerogatives in this world that is one that i was granted we were I'm, just talking about that i'm before. just you know I'm going to order my pumpkin spice latte. Not me personally. I'm not a big fan of the pumpkin spice latte. Oh, yeah. I prefer chai tea lattes. Mm. But I will order a peppermint mocha. Oh my God. I love peppermint mocha. So like, Can't wait for that season. Don't don't roll up to the Starbucks window and look at the calories on your pumpkin spice latte <sighs> and say, mm, I should order something else. Like, yeah. no, enjoy it. Yeah. Spend your $4. You're not buying a house millennial. You didn't. Right. <laughs> like, it's not going to make or break your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the avocado toast be real. won't kill you. I think, I think that leads to, I mean, this was all fairly lighthearted shitting, but I think there is this deeper thing. And this is something I've been thinking about as a, an elder millennial. 
mid mid to late thirties, mid to late thirties, heading into thirty seven, um, is is you know this feeling of I should be hitting these mile markers in my life because that's what my parents did. Ah, uh, like yes. I'm not married. I don't have a partner. I don't have kids. I don't own a home. I, I mean, I, I've been at my job for seven years, so I guess that's a long stint, but like, you know, I haven't been in this career my whole life. Like, and I think it's hard for folks in our generation and younger to, to, I think we're grappling with that should with our lives. Like where should we be in our lives versus where are we at now and what works for us? Yeah. Because we look at those older generations and those were the mile markers. Yeah. Of like adulthood and moving through your life and making progress and feeling like you're going somewhere. It's interesting that you bring that up. And I pulled up my phone for a very specific reason, because in gay culture, mm. the, um, there's a concept around this because we don't hit mile markers right. at the same time. Um, and it's it, it's an interesting thing that you're feeling it because it, I think more people feel that way and they should themselves into, I should buy a home, but they don't look at like, you know, do you really want to, do you really want to own a home? Like, is that really beneficial for your life? Or Mm -hmm. is that just something that, you know, your parents or your grandparents and, and that's the milestone of like independence. Yeah. You live a very independent life. I am strapped to having to take care of my house all the time. (laughs) It's true. I could pick up and move. Yeah. So like, I think it's really interesting of like, we're, we really are shooting ourselves into all of these scenarios that we then get into and you're like, do I really want to end up here? Is this right for me? And then feeling a lot of guilt and regret about those decisions. And it's like, but you didn't, you didn't really make that of your own volition. Right. Or on the alternative side, also feeling guilt and like, not not really FOMO, but like, feeling like we're not quote unquote progressing through our lives because Mm. we're not meeting those because we don't own a home because we didn't have kids because we're not married, whatever. You didn't hit the arbitrary arbitrary goals. Totally arbitrary goals are. Amber, you were just throwing it back. You are the, (laughs) I like how this is what I've been grappling with. This is my. So I think this is one. This is hysterical because we always joke about like the witchy, like, well, let's just like a witchy coven. Um, it is my dream, but like, you know, like the spinsters, which by the way, spinsters were like 40 year old women who had goals, right. They had like, they, they own their own businesses. Like they provided and like, they didn't, weren't yes. married. They were, they were, they were dreams. They, they were making dreams. Dream. Um, and so like, it's always been, uh, prevalent in our culture of like women of your age who don't hit those mile markers or like labeled as other. But right. it's like, what if that's what a witch is? It's the woman who is not conforming to social norms yeah. or what society thinks women should be doing. So which is bananas. You are a witch and yes. I'm so happy for you. You have done it. You have you have made life goals. Have I have hit a gold. What do I do from here? <laughs> I don't know. Um you're gonna have to ask Sarah Paulson and <laughs> go back and watch um what is it American Horror Story that that is a my to do it's for this rainy weekend so great uh sorry I feel like I interrupted you pulled out your phone we were going to talk about some gay things oh no, no no but it's it's a common that's a common thing that I think those of us in the LGBTQ 
community are like, we're really familiar with not hitting traditional heterosexual milestones. Makes sense. Um, and so it's, it was just interesting yeah. to hear that also other people feel that way. Cause like, mm-hmm. we, we kind of feel like an Island of like, you know, we don't get married on the same timelines. We don't find our, you know, we don't have our first love at the same kind mm-hmm. of timeline and, and those kinds of things. So like what people experience in high school, many of us experienced in college. And like, so we're like right. a little delayed in everything. And not that being delayed and hitting milestones is a bad thing. No, but it, it does elicit that same kind of yeah. like, I'm not doing things right. I yeah. should be doing it differently or I should be hitting these or. Exactly. And so I think it's just, I don't know. I think, I think it's like, oh, hey, more people probably have that in common of like mm-hmm. not feeling that way. Um, but also, yeah. <laughs> I look around Amber's apartment and who has wall-to-wall closets <laughs> just in, in one her, room in her bedroom <laughs> and I'm like I got one tiny I don't even have a full closet Shelby takes some the whole closet in the primary bedroom I am relegated to the guest room closet I mean to be fair you have two other rooms that also have closets yeah but they're, we could put our three <laughs> closets together in our house and they still wouldn't equal the amount of closet space that you have it is a pretty nice closet luckily I have a walk-up attic but that is true but like you're you live in like i wouldn't say like when i look in from it as an outsider perspective would be like oh you're you're missing out on life i'm like no not in you get to make your own schedule you have a great apartment you have a balcony like you do what you want when you want like mm-hmm. i'm like that's pretty great like and let's be honest you don't want a partner i mean you want a partner but like they're gonna have to adapt yeah yeah remember the remember the instagram i sent you which one i sent it for an instagram last night that you was so many. i was like don't worry your soulmate is now filing divorce papers it's true okay so that's the era i'm in for dating and it's weird man that was a tangent that was a tangent but and it I was love all it. about shitting yeah and, and it, i think it's important the pitfalls of yeah. shitting i was so excited for this episode yeah so it's like i have things to talk about it is great yeah I think this episode is one of those ones that snuck up on us of like, it's actually a really great topic and probably not one that a lot of people think about all the time, but something we all do. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I sit here and think about it all the time. Um, With her glass of wine. and My glass of wine. Yeah. My yoga for witches book. You think about it because you read things like throne of glass and you're like, why am I not leading a witch's coven? Right. With my dragon, with a princeling, who lets Um, you go off and do your own thing. That's what I want. That's that's goals. (laughs) That's why I like pairing. (laughs) Like he's gonna go run his kingdom. I'm gonna go run my kingdom, and it's gonna be fine. We're gonna love each other, and we'll come together, and then we'll get to go ride a dragon. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. It's great. Um, Okay, so because so much of our behavior is driven by should. We're losing our ability to distinguish what we really want mm. from whatever our life, our fitness, our not. Uh, we've been taught that we should want. We've been taught what we should want, but no longer know what we actually want, and often confuse the two, mm. as we just talked about. As we just <laughs> talked about. Uh, so becoming aware of our relationship with should and want gives us freedom and allows us to 
determine our own futures outside of societal, family, whatever pressures. Amazing. Amazing. Maybe we'll finally decide what we want to be when we grow up. Hmm. I don't think I ever will. No, I'm still TV. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, so when we're aware of the forces that are driving our actions, we can decide how we want to live and break free from the expectations of should. Oh, that was a very like poetic. It was. That was beautiful. Yeah. Nice job. Thanks. Sometimes I do well. You did great. It's a good episode. I love this episode. Yeah. So that's a wrap. You should start considering <laughs> what you want out of life and yeah. maybe stop shooting yourself all the shitting time. I love this episode. Okay, let's we're gonna we're gonna run a little experiment. Okay. There we go. Yeah. More homework. More homework. So start by becoming aware of how many times you should yourself during the day. Then ask yourself, why should I? Why? Who says I should? Do I really <clears throat> want to do this? Not do this? Does it align with my goals? So by doing like by questioning when you do that, you're going to help yourself recognize that you have a choice in that moment. Yeah. And that's going to lead to the freedom, which we all want. Yes. I, I think. I think we all I, want freedom. It seems so. Yeah. So, and it can also help you reframe it from, I should do this to, I get to do this. Because yes. it actually aligns with my goals and it's something that I have identified as a want of mine. And I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And you know, we love some reflection time oh we do love reflection time so please let us know how many times you shoulded yourself during the day i expect text messages i shoulded myself 12 times today <laughs> and the person who recommended this episode we would like to hear from you specifically yes <laughs> awesome all right keep listening we've got a couple more listener episodes this month and then it's our one year anniversary. It is. That's a wrap. Cue music.